Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Illegal Council Wake up in the morning after the weekend To get an update on the NRL My legal counsel Hits of the weekend scandals on Monday A story from Jack about a urinal my legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live Sunday, 21st of July. Absolute <laughs> peach of a day in Sydney, Portier. We witnessed some sensational Sunday footy in the sun. Unbelievable, both up in Seabus Super Stadium and at Brookie. Um, we are well and truly gone through the Labara Mobile Mounds rounds. As always, coming at us from Melbourne, Victoria, ex-Hong Kong Rugby League board member and ex-Hong Kong Rugby League international, Jack Muir. How you doing, mate? Yeah, very good, mate. Uh, yeah, we're recording in the evening tonight on a Sunday, which is a little bit different. Uh, might have a different vibe for our listeners when they uh, jump into the car, train, bus, Uber, cycle, walk to whatever they do on their Monday morning. Um they're going to hear what we think about the Telstra Premiership and where we think it's heading. And I will give no apologies for being a little bit um, controversial. Good. Um, it's probably been about time that you've maybe stepped slightly outside the box. It's been a little bit uh, maybe predictable lately. No huge outrageous calls, so looking forward to hearing from them. Just first up, just want to give a shout-out to um, a newish listener over in Leicester in England, um, played contact sport for New Zealand, um, and I've been in a fantasy football comp with him for 12 years. So um, good evening, Scott. Uh, it'll be the morning when you pick this up. Um, big fan of the show, and he's really getting into his rugby league as he um, coaches contact sport over there in England. So um, good tough morning, time Scott. Zone. Uh, tough time zone to get into the uh, NRL, isn't it? Uh, well, I mean, I, I guess it's on demand these days, uh, which would help, but... And we've got some other listeners in the UK that seem to struggle with the or the, the pub game for them is obviously not the pub game. It's, it's like a breakfast the, game. It's a breakfast game, which is quite good, actually. Mm. Breakfast game on a Friday when you generally have about six beers before you go to work. <laughs> that, that's not, that's not a, it's a recipe for disaster, having a breakfast game in the UK. If you were in the UK and your breakfast game and, and you were watching the Warriors, let's just say, in the breakfast game, which is going to be every second week, You'd be yeah. dead set turning up to work pissed every second week. Oh, you'd be turning up, um, throwing up or something from the roller coaster, that's for sure. Oh, how good did you was see that, that sign? See <laughs> that sign through? Yeah, I did. Um, riding the eighty-minute roller coaster since nineteen ninety-five, and it had a beautiful Warriors roller coaster. There's no better way to describe it. Um, we're not going to start with the Warriors. We're going to start Sunday. Now, I'm a little bit disappointed that we didn't record at midday because I tipped. Two from two, but no one will ever know or believe me. No one will believe me. It wasn't difficult, but there was a bit of chat around the new coach from the Titans. Can you name him his first and last name, Jack? Craig Ho- Craig Hugh- Craig uh, Craig who? Someone. Craig Hodges. Craig, 
He's not Hodges even the here. most famous Craig Hodges in the world, mate. You, no, you're getting confused with Brad Hodge, that Dero cricketer. No. Why can he not, he not make the team? No, Craig Hodges was a three-time three-point champion in, in, New, in the NBA. Only Larry what? Bird has done that. He won three consecutive three-point champs, won two titles with the Chicago Bulls, the number 14 singlet Craig Hodges. Craig Hodges? Oh, I thought you were always looking at Steve Kerr or... BJ Armstrong is your triple threat for the Bulls in those 90 years. Well, Hodges won the first two with them, so he won the Lakers and then the Blazers um, series before he got shipped off um, to maybe Phoenix. And I think he actually might have been on the Phoenix team that ended up losing to the Bulls in their first three-peat. So, um, was Rick Chapman? Rick Chapman. Yeah, was Rick Chapman on that side? Uh, he might have been at Philly at that stage. He might have been going to Washington maybe at that size. But um, mm-hmm. you had your Tom Chambers, Charles Barkley... Kevin Johnson, Jeff Hornacek, great little team, that, that, that Suns team, that 93 Suns team. Very fun finals from memory. Wasn't easy. Did you, see, uh, did you see Shaq at Tomorrowland? Oh, fucking hell. This, this just, he is a, just a big kid, eh? I mean, he is Andrew Fafita on steroids. Like, you see Andrew Fafita in those Tongan camps, and he's just walking around like a big kid, just taking his jandal off and slapping people around the head and laughing at everything and, you know, scaring people, just doing real immature but quite humorous stuff. Andrew Fafita just seems to be, like, in his natural habitat, um, in camp, in a footy side with people he's comfortable with, just a big baby. But then Shaq takes it to another level. Shaq does it all on his own, doesn't he? He's just a loner. it's quite... It's quite, he's quite, he's an, I've never met the bloke. Um, the big diesel, he seems, he just seems to, he's 43 now, I think. Would that be right? No, and he just seems. Turn it up. Shaq is in his 50s. No. Oh, fucking hell, we're getting old then. Jeez, you reckon? Yeah. He's a rookie, 1993. 92, 93. Okay, Shaquille O'Neal's 47. At 18. He went, no, he went to college. He's maybe 47. two years at LSU. Yeah, he's 47. Okay. But, geez, did you see him in the front? Of t- I'll tell you what. I mean, you and I are probably aren't. Actually, I think you and I like all types of music. Yes. I would go to Tomorrowland. It looks fucking brilliant. So Tomorrowland's that one that's just, it's mainly um, EDM, I think. Pardon? Pure EDM. What do you describe EDM as? Electronic dance music. Dance music. Well, yeah. Basically, DJ like it's, it would be fucking good. Like I reckon, I, I can get into EDM if it's if you're on enough pingers and that. Yeah, if you if you've got another if you've got enough supply of Mitchell, Matt Duffy, Mitchell Orbison, or Sasaya Fekis, David Vialekis, call them what you want. If you've got enough of them, you can go anywhere. You can go to classical music. I reckon if you had really? a strong dinger at classical music, you'd end up in tears. Yeah, quote. I wouldn't mind. And what about country music? Have you touched on the sides of that yet? I think country rock, like, there's a lot of influences in country rock these days. You know, like a sort of, like, Kevin Morby sort of style, um, which is kind of bordering on kind of depressing country, which I probably can get into, but um, your upbeat country, sing about my tractor. You can go fuck yourself. I'm not touching that. It's a huge industry. It really is huge in that sort of, that states area, like, that's the, 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 the voting public. I mean, I think Taylor Swift you'd call country. She started off in country, but she's definitely pop now. Dale Finnegan's country. And what's his, Billy Ray Storis' daughter's name? Miley. But she's the same. She's crossed over into pop now. 
Dale, Dale for Nugent's the closest country. Did you a show I watched the other day, uh, a Black Mirror show? Really? Acting Bay. Yeah. And then there's Carly Rae Jepsen. What do you know about her? She's Canadian, did Call Me Maybe. Now she's pop, pure pop. She wasn't really country. She's massive now, but she's almost crossed over from pop into almost indie now. Like, she's really? pretty good. People the other one that did, I reckon was almost Janet Jackson. She was pop-based and sort of... It's quite interesting when you get a, someone that's pop and they just make a really good album. The other one, which... Do you ever get... Do you ever see Genius on Spotify where they tell you about the history of the song and shit? No. So I've worked... I've, I've got this Genius. So, you know, you know that new sound system I've got? So yeah. what I'm doing is I usually... Oh, most weekends, I've basically got music playing on all day and I have the Spotify going through the TV so it has an image of the album cover on the um, TV mm. and then as the song comes on it goes through like the history of it goes oh um, uh, yeah this one was Kelly Clarkson for instance that Kelly Clarkson sang um, what was that? Since You've Been Gone uh, Since You've Been Gone yeah so that song was actually that crossed over everyone and what they said was that was the mid 2000s in the US mm. where the US was quite uh, divided mm especially along political lines, they reckon that song united the country. Really? I yeah, I was, I was really going, fuck, I don't, well, I don't know, I wasn't in the States at the time, but maybe it did. Like, I remember listening to that song on a plane once. I think I was landing in Melbourne once, and it was on, like, a Qantas plane. I thought, fuck, that song's really good. Yeah, look, it's a, it's a, it's a, one of those catchy sort of songs that you sometimes you'll just let it play on the radio. It's funny, like, Spotify, as brilliant as it is, really did kill one of the most unique little hobbies that I've ever been associated with. Um, almost obsession, oh, labour of love, was getting, like, when you're downloading music and putting it into iTunes, often it didn't come with its album artwork. So in order to have a good-looking yeah. iTunes, you'd have to go Google, find the album yeah. art cover, and then copy and paste it back into iTunes so you had, like, a legit-looking iTunes. And I, I got it actually off Dave Gamage. I got it off Dave Gamage, who used to um, who used to do sort of 10 albums a night to try and get through his, like, 20,000 songs on iTunes. So um, Spotify, it's been great, but it also has Taketh Away as well. Um, which I haven't opened iTunes for, for music-wise for about eight years. Have you touched your iTunes lately? Yeah, but I've heard some people, because we are obviously Spotify people, and we've obviously done it through our sort of group of mates, but there's people that will live and die by um, Apple Music, hmm. because it's not, apparently Apple Music isn't playlist-based, and so, I mean, the biggest slag is, a, you know, music purists will tell you Spotify, and it's so easy to get, like, fuck, oh, admit it. I think you're a bit more um, sort of all over it, but I hardly ever... Listen to an album from start to end anymore. Like Lightspeed Champions the other day, or somebody throws it on that music appreciation forum, goes, mm. "You got to listen to this." I will, but it's mm. it's it's rare these days, which is a bit sad. Because I remember when we were iTunes based, or you know, you were legally downloading an album or something, or someone mm. gave you, and you actually, you fuck, you got into an album, didn't you? Oh, it was it was yeah, it was you looked forward to it, especially when you bought one. Like it was, you know, you had to fork out fucking thirty thirty bucks. So you had to Quite. really thrash that to get its money's worth. But that's the thing, though. These days, it's the it's the playlist generation or the swipe right generation. It's instant gratification. No matter what you're doing, whether you're waiting for a cab, whether you're ordering food, whether you're listening to music, 
you can basically decide to get something, you know, within the, the within seconds. Even Tinder, everything's fucking we too missed, easy. We, I think I've talked about this on the show, but we missed the. Tin, I think we we did, we did because we got sort of long term partners. Just prior to it blew up. Would we have? I don't know. Like fucking probably would have been. Yeah, like anything, you're just like, oh, fuck it. After a while, you would have just been like, oh, I'd rather go to plentyoffish.com. <laughs> Whoa, that was what Deutsch was on for a while. That's an old school. I remember like I had a mate who was in the UK that used to, there was like EssexGirls.com, and um, it was early kind of, um, and it was like coming up with kind of like a Google Maps, and it would have like hotspots of like where they were, so like almost like little... <laughs> little beacons so like um you basically find one that was like relatively close in the radius and he was sneaking out um and meeting <laughs> essexgirls.com fuck we have really um we have really moved through the show without talking much league so um i started talking about craig hodges and the titans um the storm rested their five best players and now they have just they put a little cricket score up on them they flogged them this sets up an amazing game next week down at Amy Park. The Storm have only lost two games. They've won nine straight from memory. And they are coming up against a red-hot Manly Warringah Seagulls after putting a pretty average Eels team to the sword today at Brookie. Is this a game that Manly can win? I don't think so. I, I, I And I know... I know you've been fucking waxing lyrical about Manly all day today, but mate, they are not—they're not a division. They—they are a very good football side, and they're, they're probably—they can probably pull off pull up pull off an upset against one of the big three. But in a big game, consistently, I put them with the Raiders in terms of a little bit of pretenders. I know you rate their roster, but there are some pretenders, like fucking Suli in a big semi-final will go missing. So my answer is no. No, oh, fuck, they might jag one on Saturday night. I think it is against the uh, Storm, but I just, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know, and I'll let you go. You can wax the record and say how they're going to make the grand final. I'll let you do it. So my big, we talked about men at the start of the year. And we were naming, okay, we named the Turbos and we named Cherry Evans and we named Tapao. And we're like, fuck, they've got five great players. And why they've got a horrible rest of the roster. But then Adam Fanua Blake has gone to a huge step up. He is really, really good. He'd be in the top five props in the comp, knocking on that door. Okay? Joel Thompson seems to be having a a career year in Manly. And Curtis Surinan is solid, okay? So the four-pack now, but they were always missing that little just spice. You know, they, they had um, Coruscant that played a little bit, and um, he's a good player, but this guy, Manasi Farnell, is the I best young him. hooker in our game, bar Brandon Smith. He is sensational. And they those plays where he was taking it from dummy half, spotting the markers, and then as soon as he gets tackled, Turbo runs from dummy half, they basically were making 40 metres out of two tackles. The final uh, Tom Turbo sort of back-to-back. Then you've got Dylan Walker back in the side. And Ruben Garrick is a really good winger. He's a good find for them this year. Um, George Defoe is solid as ever. It's just the centres who have question marks over Brad Parker and Moses Suley. 
But I think there's a couple of question marks on every roster, probably bar the Roosters um, oh, and maybe Storm? the Storm. So I think this Manly side, if it goes their way, I think they're about to go on a big run. If it goes their way, what I was saying today after what I saw, and Daly Cherry Evans is the best half in the competition, and I don't know who is even second, maybe Cameron Munster, I guess. Yeah, If Keary. they go on a run, they are capable of making the grand final if things go their way. And I think, you know, they're the kind of team that beats the Roosters, that knocks the Roosters out. In a semi-final, if they get the Storm, I think it'd be tough, but... If I was the Rabbits or the Roosters, I would not want the Seagulls anywhere near the playoffs. Um, I like the Seagulls to finish in the top four ahead of the Raiders now. Um, and how good is their coach? Desi Hasler. Like, he's a good coach when he's like, Manly is his heart and soul. Like, let's be honest. He was at the Dogs for a paycheck. He, he got the two grand finals. Over. Yeah, I know. But, but then he sort of fell apart. But that was probably... Not just Dez's fault, but also um, the higher administration of the dogs. Mm. He is—he um, is just manly through. Although he is a Campbelltown boy, he loves that club. And another thing I want to say to all our listeners, especially the Australian uh, heritage listeners, is we, Harry and I, you need to listen to us when we talk manly, because I know you pricks, you always have a chip on your shoulder, biasness about that t- silver tail stuff. And you can't look at them in an unbiased fashion. So when we talk about Manly, you have to sit up and take notice. Good call. Manly are sitting fifth on the table, 22 points. Back from the Raiders on 24 and the Roosters on 24. They could pounce in the next three or four weeks and really push um, push the Roosters and Rabbitohs. They are good at home, but pretty average away. They're only four and four away from home. Um, but they have won three of their last four, and I just I just saw a lot that I liked today. Tommy Turbo, I still prefer him over Tedesco. He's a freak, mate. And I, I think you asked me today who's better. Like, if I had to pick a team, I'd, the thing is, and I think I said it, was the thing about Tedesco, he can only play fullback. Turbo, you'll just fit him into the – maybe he could play centre wing fullback. Like, he'll play 5'8", he'd do a job for you. Mm. Just a, an amazing player. Raiders, scrape pass against Tigers. Not really convincing. They got out early. The Raiders have done this a couple of times. They did it in Darwin a couple of weeks ago. They got up early on the um, Eels, and the Eels came back and hunted them down. Um, I don't know. The Raiders... No, the Raiders you, were, you, you, before this week, you were saying they are up there as a... Well, I, 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 look, I'm comparing them. I'm not saying they're not a bad... I'm, I'm comparing them with the top three here. So the Manly and see the Manly and Canberra teams, I think they're the only teams now that they can make the four. Sharks, you've ridden off now. Sharks, just... don't write the Sharks off from making the eight. <laughs> Come on, yeah, they I know what you mean. But the then they could. They're the ones that could probably do some damage. I mean, fuck. What's up with the we... Sharks? Okay. What's the up coat? with the Sharks? If you're if you're Paul Gallon, yeah. if you're uh, Jaden Braley, if you're Chad Townsend, are you dirty on Fafita for doing that the other night? Or do you just take you take that for Fafita? He's going to barnstorm and win some games for you, and he's going to lose a couple with dumb take you off the off the off take Lachlan Burr off the ball type shit. You take the good with the bad, but he's got two. He's going to get two weeks for that. 
Yeah, and that's oh, they're gone. You know what I mean? No, nah, they're not. They're not. They're not gone. They're, they're, two, week, they're two they? points back. Okay, they're two points back from the Newcastle Knights. Now the Newcastle Knights have actually got a really fucking favourable draw. I just looked at the draw. So the Knights are on eighth at eighteen, with a very average points difference, just positive eleven. The Knights have got a really easy draw to come in. The Warriors have got a dog. They've got the hardest draw in the competition. So you can you can say that they'll fuck that up. No, if, if we make the eight, we could win it then because no, our draw is so hard. We would have beat the good teams. Yeah, but if we make the eight, we're finishing eighth. And then we're going to have to pay one of Manly and Canberra away. Yeah, quote. That ain't happening. Yeah. Um, the Sharks Just and enjoy, 11th Enjoy the little victories. Enjoy the little victories like, like the other night. You couldn't even enjoy it, which I felt sorry for you. Oh, because it hurt my ticker. They hurt my ticker when I watched them. Like the ups and downs, and like it's a physic. You feel physically sick when you watch um, when you watch the Warriors. The only the only way I, as I tried to describe it to a mate the other day, was watching the Warriors is like being on a forty eight hour bender. Um, substances, alcohol, you name it. Um, coming back. Um, from that bender, walking through a door, and then your wife saying that she wanted to talk about messages that she's found on your phone. That kind of anxiety. Oh, that is... That's like heart skip a beat based. That's what it feels like to watch. Put yourself in that scenario, um, non-Warriors fans. That's what it feels like minute one to 80. It's just yeah. horrible. Head in your hands stuff. And when they Love win... To- it's a sick I'd like relief. A study about like um, what is it? Life expectancy of Warriors fans. Like, are we just taking a few years off our life by supporting them? Okay. Anyone that anyone that even wants further evidence of this, the last two weeks we are in front of the posts against the. It's tied at eighteen, and we're playing the ball fifteen meters out, and then Jazz Stefano just drops the ball cold. Last week we've got the ball on our own line on the fourth tackle. A minute to go, just trying to clear it out. Lachlan Burr hits it up in his own 20, just gets the oh, ball stripped off him. Fuck, that was ridiculous. Oh, and just then like, and Chad Townsend just missed a field goal. That shouldn't happen to. <laughs> it's just insane. I couldn't believe that, actually. You fucking brought back like nightmares. Um, yeah, it is very... Um, it's, not, it's not ideal. Okay, so... We're going to start at the bottom again. We're going to do what we always do. The Titans are gone. The Bulldogs are gone. The Dragons are gone. I'm going to come back to them in a bit. The Cowboys are gone. 16 points. I just can't see them. They should have beaten the Rabbitohs the, fuck the out last night. I was gutted about Michael, that. Michael Morgan's out next week, and I think that's going to scratch them. The Tigers are gone at 16. Okay, so everyone there's gone. The yep. Sharks at 16. I feel the Sharks are still in it. Yeah, Sharks but, still in it. But I, I think that the Broncos and the Warriors are gone. So I think the Sharks is the only one who can catch what is inevitably going to be either the Knights or the Panthers. Because I was looking at the draw, the Eels in the next five weeks have just got a, this Indeed. picking of the worst teams in the comp. And and the way that they play at Bank West is just, they are so strong at home. They're 6-2 and two at home. They are going to be pretty much guaranteed in the eight. So I think it's, it's the Panthers, the Knights... Yeah, they're not nice. They're a horrible club. Um, so, there you go, the Sharks. Let's just have a look at round eight, round 19. Because 
who are the Sharks got next week? It's basically, it's their season on the line. You'd want to fucking win it. Titans. No, they don't win Titans. They are at the, at the Thursday night game at home to the Cowboys. Yeah, they should win there. They need to. Bloody oath. Bloody oath. Um, what did you... Now, North, the new North Queensland Stadium. What are they, yeah. do, are they redoing it? No, no, mate. They're building a new... Sta- so, I actually haven't been to Townsville. I'll admit that. And that's probably one of the trips we should do, Rehurry, is an away game up there. Because I did... I, I listened to that podcast with Craig Gow during the week. Mm. And uh, he said Townsville road trips were the best for like a professional league player from from anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. But they're building a new stadium. It's it's going to be open for start of the next season. Elton John is going to be the first concert there on February the 29th. Mm. Uh, it's right close to the I don't know the Townsville CBD Townsville Casino. Um, the stadium at the moment, Dairy Farms, is like in the whoops. Mm. So it's just going to improve the whole game day experience uh, for that that franchise, which to me is just an absolute phenomenal franchise. I just, I just, I think they're the most rugby league franchise we've got. Those, those North Queenslanders, they've got. That's what they do. They just love and watch league. They love they? their team. How, how big do you reckon Townsville is? I've got it in front of me. It's about one hundred twenty thousand, isn't it? One hundred seventy-three. Okay, and it's very military based. I think there's a few army bases up there. But some of their fans drive eight hours to watch. Fuck. And they're just very agricultural. It's a very agricultural area up there. I mean, imagine just following a club where you've got Brown Jesus locked up for eight more years. How good. Yeah, just you talk North Queensland, you only can get your head around night games, can't you? I don't I can't remember the last day game I saw I at one three hundred. Seven semi-final. semifinal. Yeah, they, they we made it on purpose, yeah. didn't they? That's right. Fuck, we got flogged too because we lost because <laughs> Logan Swan didn't pass the ball the week before against the Eels. Two thousand and seven. I was at that game. Fuck. Very disappointing. Um, so the Cowboys. So February, eh? not bad. Um, they need they need Valentine Holmes to come back from an un- unsuccessful stint in the NFL. He's forgotten now, isn't he? I haven't had anyone bring his name up in a long time. No, I saw he made some squad or something, but then you read between the lines and he's like, he had to make the squad because he's an international player. <laughs> yeah, well, they have a 93 practice man squad um, and they cut it down to 53 man roster. So he's at the Jets, who are pretty average. No, but... no, but, but, but no, they, they pick out a division. Mm. And each year they pick out a division. So how many teams in the division? Five, I think. Four. And they, four, and they all get a, um, an international player. Okay. And basically, that interest player isn't... Inc- so you have your practice squad, and they just... So you have 93 or whatever, yet they, those teams in the conference have 94, just so the oh. international can tag along. So okay. he hasn't even really made the practice squad. Even if he was... We, we don't know if he was actually good enough to make the practice squad. It's just like, well, New York Jets have to bring him along because he's the international player. Well, his, his, his times in the... Um, they do the 40-yard dash were pretty impressive. Um, what? Yeah, no, he he did. He was really, really fast. So yeah. um, it'd be interesting to see if he makes it. He's not getting on the field too much, but good on him for chasing his dream. He can always come back to the NRL and get a million a season wherever uh, he yeah, decides. Other, um, 
Who's New York Jets' best other running back? Le'Veon Bell, just signed there, free agent from the Steelers. Yep. Um, Okay, so usually it's the Roosters, right, are are the butt of all salary cap jokes. But you've lost patience with these jokes. You think there's other teams brought the cap in a big way. Well, no, well... I think I think the Roosters are just on another level of salary cap cheating. There's no doubt about that. It's the everyone in the comp knows it. Every fan knows it. But what gets me is that what that does is also it taints it, it takes away from other clubs that I think are cheating the cap as well. Um, the Rabbitohs are one. I think the Storm might be, but because they're not at a level of the Roosters, they don't sort of get called up, called out about it. Um, I think the look at the Rabbitohs squad. Like they should be fucking in the top two or three. There's I don't shark. know. I don't know. I mean, they've obviously got Burgess. English is now Burgess. no longer on their books, so I'm talking big, big, big deals. They lost Crichton, and they probably Cameron Murray's probably on fuck. All. He wasn't on much money. Crichton Cook, wasn't on much. Cook money. won't be on much. He'll be on 800k. Nah, he would have signed a deal when he was not. Um, now, I can't quote this, but I don't reckon Cook, he, he would have signed his initial deal at the Bunnies when he was um, not obviously a household name that he is now. But if, I guess if he's re-signed, he's on a decent deal. Um, I don't know, the Bunnies. I mean, they've got James Roberts halfway through the season. Okay. He'd be on decent Murray? money. Murray? Who? Cameron Murray? He's not on it. He won't be on anything. He's 21 years old. Reynolds? Yeah, he'd be on decent money. Ngangai would be on decent money. Exactly. So, it adds and then up the Burgess to... boys, the three Burgesses. Now you're starting to load up the cap. Johnny Sutton's not cheap. Exactly. So but... that's one. And then I think Storm and Sharks, the other question marks. Even the Dragons, but I don't give a fuck about them because they're hopeless. So do you want to talk about the most disappointing club this year? The Dragons. What? Like what? Is, they have the biggest nursery. They have everything in their favour, don't they? I hate using this as an excuse. But if you have, let's just say at the start of the season, now DeFallon is gone. Now, I'm just going to rub off DeFallon. Okay? You know, I just learned today, you know DeFallon is actually still training with the team? Really? Yeah, so I actually, it was a Weedler article I have to admit, and it was the first time I heard, but he's turning up five days a week or whatever, however they train, at Wynn Stadium, involved in every training session. And Weedler was sort of saying, and I sort of agree with him, he's like, that fucking can't be good. There's a guy just training with you that can't play. Like, fucking fuck him off. Yeah, as, as hard as that is, you've got to get rid of him. You cannot have that happen. I mean, no, that would happen to no other yep. sport. Yeah, and again, this is a Weedler article, so take, but I'll, you know, you can get, give you, give it to Weedler as much as you want and Ben Teo has, but he, apparently, um, he's on his, he's on 600k a year to Bellin, and he has like, he's basically made himself bankrupt mm. trying to fight the charges mm. so space and again he's actually it was hard because he's got now a wife and a kid not the wife wasn't the one he raped listeners it was another bird allegedly allegedly um you can't say apparently apparently does not allegedly. allegedly he's basically thrown his whole family under a bus trying to fight the the charge which makes you feel Let's which not, is fun. Yeah. You just, just said, okay, I'm on 600k, yeah, I'm getting paid that. I need to look after my family. I think we should probably move on from DeFallon. 
um, let's just put Defellin to the side, okay? Um, even okay. if you take him out of the squad, right? And, he, and he's a big out. I hate to use injuries as an excuse, but the Dragons have been ravaged this year. No Gareth Widdop. The games that Widdop, Norman, and Ben Hunt played together, as well as Cameron McInnes, that is... Is there a better spine in the competition? Oh, I hate Cameron McInnes. Cameron McInnes is brilliant. He is a very, Why very good player. Pardon? Why isn't he playing state football if he's that good? Because Damien Cook is a 90-minute champion. Yeah, and you're right. There's not many young Australian hookers coming up. He's I rate Cameron McInnes. He's really good. And you know what? what I, who who I reckon... Sorry, go. Do you rate Pete's? No, he's dog tucker. Fucking shit. Oh, he's on eight, someone said 800k. Oh, Jesus. I could be wrong. i tell you what, though. I reckon... Ben Hunt is firmly in the Anasta zone. Really right in there. He is very yeah, bloody, he's that. a very good player. He is a good player, but he's still on a million bucks a year and he's not so doing he what Munster is no, doing. No. Munster's got the storm behind him. Hunt is worth that money. That's what halves that's what halves cost. Yeah, look, I agree with that, but I think He's he, he's an eight hundred thousand dollar a year half. He's yeah. a Josh Mc, no, he's been a Josh McCrone, but he's yeah. I just think at a million you Josh should be McCrone. not sort of biting at social media digs. Ben Hunt is behind the pack that's getting smashed. I don't know, like what's with the. I don't reckon. I mean, I was talking to a Dragons diehard. He reckons he's playing well, but Frizzell doesn't seem to be at his same standards. James Graham's been injured. They've had a whole lot of injuries. They've had Glory Norman was out for four or five weeks. Anyway, they've been the most disappointing. I would have said Penrith, but Penrith have gone from six consecutive losses into seven consecutive wins. Is it any coincidence that is the moment Gus leaves, they are going on a run of epic proportions and they have got a dynamite game on Sunday, Sunday 4pm. Get this in you. The, the 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 tab have got it. They the tab have got nothing in it. Both teams are dollar ninety. Panthers Raiders are the repeat of the ninety and ninety one grand final. Always a good game. Yeah, and the two thousand and sixteen uh, set or qualifying brilliant too. Um, Blake Austin based. Yeah, mate. That's two thousand ten semi final two out in Penrith when the Raiders beat the Panthers. Um, the nah, that coach was Panthers. Cool. And then, and then the and then the Raiders came back um, to play the Tigers, and oh, Jared Croker missed one in front. So okay, so where are they playing next week, Bruce or um, Panther, at Panther Park? Well, there's a beautiful rugby league ground, especially on a Sunday afternoon. Fuck football. yeah, it's hard and fast. It's a cracker. That is the game of the round. Um, but every it, it, the round, the league, we called it last week. Shit, this is. This is where the comp is heats up. That's just the difference between the comp post-origin to pre and during origin. It's a different level of footy, isn't it? It's just different. The, the product is so much better. Yeah, oh, I'd agree. I mean, I, I'd watch rugby league if, as I've said, I watch like third division Papua New Guinea club rugby league. So mm. anything I'll watch. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just, uh, especially now the, 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 
the battle for the positions is just going to be so interesting. Fuck. It's just going to be non-stop jockeying apart from the Storm, who have locked up the minor premiership. This is something that I actually um, I picked up. Bally had to be right to rest his players today. Yes, I mean, he picked it out, didn't he? Away to the Titans. But the, the Storm just have such high standards. Is that they, they, they Imagine letting down Bellamy. You're not going to do it. So I read this today. Here's how many games your club has to win to be assured of a final eight spot. Storm, qualified. Souths, one from seven. Roosters, Raiders, two from seven. Manly, three from seven. The Eels and the Panthers, four from seven. The Knights, five from seven. Warriors, Broncos, Tigers, Cowboys, six from seven. And the Dragons, seven from seven. With the Bulldogs and the Titans are out of contention. Total of 14 points up for grabs. So... Actually, what it hasn't mentioned here is the Sharks. Um, so the Sharks will fall in the same bracket as Warriors, Broncos, Tigers, Cowboys. Six out of seven. So there's going to have to be some really... Str- and even the Knights, to, to, to get in the eight, winning five of seven, is the form that they've been in. They have only won one of their last five after going on that big streak where, um, where Newey was just going off. So every round matters... Um, and we're going to see some pretty um, some pretty special Sunday afternoon footy. Um, Mark Coyne. Do you actually know much about the Mark Coyne story? Uh, yeah, I do know a bit about it, how BT tried to cover it up, um, hasn't brought it up to the attention until the media got onto it. Uh, I know that Mark Coyne abused a Singaporean policeman which oh, in itself isn't really that much of a big deal, is it? But no. Singapore's pretty harsh in that respect. He was caught outside a famous, uh, let's say, um, brass uh, establishment in Singapore. But again, uh, a guy probably in his early 50s and Asia, that's probably where you go and have a beer. So, But it was just the way BT sort of tried to cover it up. Almost. What's his role? What's Coin's role? Coins on the commission, um, and he was uh, like looked at as a a, um, a he could take over BT, and, and apparently Coins a very good operator. And again, very good operators can often be seen in um, bars like that and abusing cops. So, look, as a rugby league fan, I'm not overly um, concerned about it, other than BT just fucking. Going off to the Kimberleys on a holiday while there's a bit of a issue with Mark Coyne coming back. But just again, league blowing up stories, aren't what, they? What, God, imagine what a some non-story. Analysis. But What's he's that? been over in Singapore. They revoked his passport. I think that was the big thing, wasn't it? That he's been over there and um, he's basically hasn't been able to leave the country. Has he, has he got back into the country? Uh, yeah, I think I saw him interviewed at Sydney yeah. Airport the other day. Um. What do you know about Thomas Fledger? Fleger, Fleger. Fleger. Um, so I did a bit of research on him because I could. His haircut was like when he came to first grade. I'm like, that is not a leggy haircut. That guy has went to a private school. Boom. 
straight to Wikipedia, worked out that he was a born and bred leaguey, but um, he went to Churchy, I think, Churchy uh, College in Brisbane, which is a big rah-rah school, and played, like, I don't know, the first 15 there and all that, and said, basically told all his mates at the piss-ups and that, that hey, boys, I'm a leaguey. Basically, probably like you when you're uh, boys high. And um, when I get out of the school, I'm going straight back to league, and he did so, but he just kept the haircut. Nice. He is probably... Now, the Broncos, they're going to struggle to make the eight. But the way that they are set up, and it just it does get the feeling that Seabold has just been clearing house this year. He's, he's basically said to Brisbane, give me a year. Give me a year to get the players in, within this squad that I want. But as we said pre-season when we thought that we really liked the Broncos, we tipped them to win the comp. Um, silly us. David Fafita, Matthew Lodge, Andrew McCulloch, Payne Haas, Alex Glenn, Davida Pangai Jr., Matt Gillett, Joe Offerhangawe and J- James Ciaro. Would there be a forward pack in the competition that you would more want to get on your hands? Just insane, um, that talent. Well, insane. I know I would love, love to get them in the <laughs> I, I, oh, you still can't go past the storm. The Roosters storm, mate. They've got players as good, maybe not as young, with as much young though potential. Yeah, I, 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 they are very good. But then you got people Gillette and stuff that aren't probably fronting up as they should be this he's year. Injured. He's injured. Injury based. What's David Fafita's position? He could paint Haas still. He's starting to play a bit better the last couple of weeks, but oh, I've got question marks over him as ticker. No, he is he is the he is the future of Australian rugby league, the the future of the four pack. Um, wh- what position is David Feeder Feeder's best position? Oh, I think probably second row. Yeah, second row mm. on the edge. Yeah, you want him running edge. You want one of those. Didn't you know, I pick him first in our um, fantasy draft last year? <laughs> you're like you're picking up David Feeder. Who's married to a uh, four? <laughs> I'm like, nah, nah, this new guy coming up from Queensland. You picked him first. Wow. Quite, actually... That's a bad look now. Yeah, I know, but I, I've actually got him this year in my um I'm playing the same comp as you. Um All right. We're on we're on to next week now, because we're running out of time. This is just set up just brilliantly now for just the the jostling. We need to come up with the the right the, the road home. This is like the these are like, you know, the spring carnival races. These these games onwards. You What was it? Round 22. Is that your favourite round? That was mine. Uh, last year it was round 10, 11. I think. 11 was yours, I think. 11, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, next week, we are set up in a spectacular fashion. We've got must-win game. Sharks have to beat the Cowboys. Both teams have to win to keep their finals chances alive. Lose and go home. Put a black line through them if they lose. Knights pub game to the Tigers. Is Tigers, that a t- pub game at Marathon? Six o'clock pub game Marathon. Tigers lose, they're gone. Knights lose, and they could be out of the eight. And they've, geez, they got toweled up that last 30 minutes, didn't they? Fucking hell. That Sydney cricket ground looked a picture, didn't it? James Tedesco. Oh, a game. It was like running in his backyard. Connor Watson looked all right, though. Gee, he's sort of... You remember when he first came on the scene, you were one of his biggest advocates. Yeah, he's a favourite. He was a real favourite of mine, but he hasn't gone on. I'm just... I just think he's a 14. He's not a star. He's a, he's a 
Craig Wing type player. And Cody Nicarino, that's what his destiny is too. And number 14 jersey. Rabbitohs host the Dragons. Chalk that up. Rabbitohs boys getting, getting ready for the finals. Okay. Now, Bank West, Saturday afternoon. The Eels host the Warriors. The Warriors lose, and the pretty much they can only afford one more loss of the season. And the Eels, obviously, they're still trying to sniff the top four. They're currently in sixth. The Titans host the Broncos. The Broncos just cannot afford to um, lose any more games like the Warriors. The Storm on Saturday night host the Sea Eagles. That's just that's a semi-final game. And it's got the battle. And they still have a they Donnie still have a with those two clubs. Donnie Brookvale. What do you remember about Donnie Brookvale? Did you were you watching it live? I was watching it live with my father-in-law. In, no, I was watching. I was watching it in Hong Kong. Live, yeah, I think so. And I just was just, I think I was, I would have been texting you going, how good is this? I was just, I was basically waking up at 4.30 the next morning just to read the paper articles about it. It was, so Adam Blair and Glenn Stewart got sent to the bin. I remember it so fondly. And Adam Blair, as he was running, there was a bit of banter going back and forth. That was Glenn Stewart. Glenn Stewart, sorry. Did I say Brett Stewart? Yeah. And I just remember Blair putting his mouth guard behind his ear and like turning around and then just going, fuck, it was on. And they weren't really landing any. And then Steve Matai and Brett Stewart come sprinting across and then just start laying into Blair. And then it just started an all-in melee. And then I think they went again, didn't they? Like Blair and Glenn Stewart went again, almost like Dowling style. And um, just one of the great rugby league stinks. And that was probably one of the last real stinks that we've had, isn't it? All in Who state. won the game? Manly. Storm. Oh. I'm sure it was. Sure, Storm. Yeah, because I'm. I was talking to someone that was like, because you're right next to the action at Brookvale too. Imagine the crowd; they'd be at fever pitch. Like they'd be the odd, you know, mum like putting their hands over their kids' eyes and walking, you know, marching them out. But most blokes with six beers on their belts, Manly, first would have been baying for blood. Fuck, I'm just trying to find what... What year do you reckon it was? 2011. I know it was 2011. Really? Yeah. Round... It was quite cold, I'm going to say round... Was it Was it state football La Barra mobile rounds? Or, or it might have been... No, it was 2011 or 2012. Oh, no. I've got it here. You're right. 2011. Round 25. Manly, I was right. They won 18-4. Quote, and, but and in... That was Manly's great year, wasn't it? Fuck. Yeah, they won the grand final, but the Warriors. The biggest game of the year last night exploded into the into the wildest Donny Brook seen on a footy field. Oh, the, were you not the storm out? That's right. Yep. Louis Brown try off Sean Johnson magic pass. Yeah, for, what a time to be alive. Dogs host the Roosters. Dogs just when are they going to get a win? Um, and then Panthers Raiders. So you've got the, the Bulldogs Roosters. There's nothing really riding on that game. I guess the Roosters. Yeah, they need it. They, they want to chase the top two, and the top that's, two is important. Melbourne or ANZ. State of Australia. NZ. Where? NZ. Yeah. Okay. Um, plenty on it. Oof. I mean, you'll know a lot more about the competition after this round. Yeah, that pub game. I'm gonna. Oh, 
I'm going to try and get to a pub. So Knights Tigers. Okay, I'm, I'm in Sydney this weekend too, so I can, I'll definitely watch that at a pub. You flying up Friday or Saturday? Uh, no, I'm at work Thursday, Friday. So yeah, fly up Saturday there. morning. Oh, well, we, we're going to the Henson. So we're, yeah, we're no, going to Newtown. I thought you could make it to the Henson. No, I can, I can make it, but I just um, I've got to go. I'll leave early. Got my brother-in-law's fortieth afterwards, so I'll be driving. Yeah. Um, but uh, what I was going to say was yeah, so. All Sydney Poitier listeners. Newtown. Um, yes, at the Newtown Jets Newtown. game. Uh, oh, there's a few AGMs in that going for a few forums. Get down there. Should be a ripper. Should be an absolute classic. Um, what time do the Jets start? 3.30, same time as the Warriors. Oh. So I'm thinking I might start at the Henson Hotel. <laughs> Oof. That's tough. I'll have my Billy, Billy Lid in tow. He'll be, I'll just keep him on the, um, the Bouncy Castle. Hopefully he'll just keep himself occupied for two hours. Well, he's, last time I was there would have been just over a year ago, and Cole was a little bit younger, but now he'd be getting to the age where he can sort of look after himself, right? Yeah, yeah, he'll find a couple of older kids, and, and you know, um, Bob's your uncle. So yeah. there we go. That's going to be a, a, a monumental day. Um, anyone who's in the area, come down, and we'll be doing, probably we'll be recording the show maybe on a, um, oh, a Sunday good point, morning. Is on Sunday morning. Hmm. Sounds good. So what do you say? Sunday morning. What time are you flying back? That's like ten AM. Yeah, we could maybe we could do a breakfast show. What about Saturday breakfast? Yeah, okay. At, uh, is there like a place that would host us, like um, a real league club? Well, we could do it at the Henson. Fuck, mate! Imagine that just loud, loud mouth just trying to get their fucking word in. Yeah, I mean, we'd have to have a few security guards to keep people back, a few autograph hunters right. and the like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, oh, mate. Well, we'll, we'll see you next Enjoy. Saturday. You some reggae it. football t-shirts. Yeah. Because some people want to pay cash at the... There'll be heaps of people there that want to pay cash at the... Um, just put in the back... If you're driving, just throw heaps in the back of your car. Okay, will do. You can sell them at the ground. Cool. Okay, you got to love your league. got to love your league. Peace to love, Stirlo. Hear what they say about play.